you're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. If you are new, welcome to the party. We are beyond thrilled that you're tuning into our show today. And if you didn't know, we drop episodes twice a week on marketing, business, productivity, social media, life, and so much more. It is our mission to see you thriving in your business, and this podcast is one of our favorite ways we pour everything we know into your earbuds. If you have been around for a while and you love our show, hi, welcome back. We would love it if you would take two minutes to pause this episode and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We read them all and we love hearing feedback from incredible listeners just like you. Okay, now, one of the biggest questions Lindsay and I get all the time is how do I get bookings? That question is so loaded because it can't be answered with a simple three-step formula and voila, you have bookings. (laughs) It's all how a business owner gets sales or bookings deals with the way you're marketing yourself and your business. Your branding is your communication crystal clear and speaking to who you want to book you. There's just so, so much that goes into how you get bookings and sales. And that's a huge goal with this show is to cover all the different facets of marketing and business in each episode. But on today's show specifically, we are covering how to add value to your business. Because when you're able to communicate your value, show your value, and up-level your client's experience with working with you, you will not only get sales, but raving reviews, repeat customers, and uh a solid fan consumer base of people who will recommend you till their dying breath because of how amazing you are. So the biggest question for you today is, what value are you communicating to your ideal clients? How are you proving to potential customers that you are the person to solve their problems? Why should they hire you and not your competitor? This episode is gonna give you a crap ton of ideas of ways that you can add value to your business in order to get more clients, eventually raise your prices, and thrive as a business owner. So let's do this. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Welcome to the show. I'm very excited for today. I know Evie is as well. Evie, are you excited? Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. I think this is a topic that is so just helpful for people to know. And I think a lot of people get get lost somewhere in this, because I think it, it relates to Yes, how to add value to your business, but it also, I get the question all the time of like, what do I post? Like, what do I blog? What do I like make a caption about? And it's like, this is going to answer literally that question plus the question that Evie asked in the intro mm-hmm. and literally so much more. So we're gonna just gonna yeah. chat ways to add value to your business because adding value to your business, again, like Evie said in the intro, will help clients view you as, it helps validate your prices a little bit, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like when you are showcasing the value that you can give, the experience that you can give, when you're showcasing the knowledge that you know, when you're helping potential Mm -hmm. clients get to where they need to go before they even book you, then like, boom, they're going to book you. And then once once they book you, 
you can even continue to do that and wow them to then get rave reviews. So we're kind of separating this podcast episode on the front end and the back end. And all that means is giving value on the front end before someone books you and then continuing to give them value and showcase your value on the back end once somebody books you, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think here's the reality. Giving value in your business is one of the like key, I would say like foundational like pillars of being a good business owner. And so this isn't just, you know, here's how to showcase your value so that people, you know, you can raise your prices and people will pay more. Like, yes, that's a great additional, you know, perk of offering value, but it's also how you stand out from the competition. It's how you get those bookings. It's how you stand out as a leader and as, uh, you know, an expert in your field and in your industry. It's how you serve your clients really well so that you have a good reputation in the industry. It's how, like, it's just like kind of the foundational piece of everything. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes into this. So I don't know. I feel like today's episode is going to be juicy, but I just wanted to point out that value, this isn't just like, oh yeah, at some point I should probably add some value to my business. Like this is- this today. (laughs) This is a foundational piece to success. Yeah. We're going to give you so many things to do that maybe you can't start one of these things today, but you sure as heck can do some of these things today based on what we're going to say. So- I just hope this is encouraging, that this gives you just like a dump truck of ideas on ways to add value. And then we can also even talk a little bit about like what is value, um, which we'll talk about in it. But anyways, starting off on the front end, which is giving value as a marketing tool before someone even books you. So Mm -hmm. the first one that you can use is your blog, which is vastly underutilized by all the marketing (laughs) people. No, just kidding. Marketing? Um, (laughs) I don't know what I was going to say. But blogging. Blogging Mm -hmm. is not dead. Blogging is huge. And so blog posts are a great way and a free way because really all you need is like a website that has a blog on it. Like after that, you don't really need to pay anything to actually pay. Like it's not like paid advertising. Like you can just make blogs about your service or your product. You can make blogs about tips for your ideal clients to help them want to book you. Like just blogging is such such a great way to get free information out to your potential client. Yeah, I mean, we could have a whole episode just on blogging, but blogging with the SEO allows you to be found, like your ideal client or your ideal customer is searching how to X, Y, Z, insert the thing that you know right there. Which we do have an episode on blogging coming up. Oh, yes, we do. I'm pretty sure sure we're going to tease it. Yeah. yeah. sprinkle. It's coming up in the the weeks Just a little something you're going to (laughs) get. Yeah. So blogging is really, really powerful. And that's a way that you can immediately begin to add free value. And then the second one, I think is a uh, something that a lot of people think about, but maybe don't think about in the sense of value. They think of it in the sense of, oh, I have to post to Instagram. Oh, I have to create on social media. Like I have to, you know, whatever. And instead of thinking, how can I create value-driven social content? Like how can I create something that is serving my ideal audience? I think a lot of business owners on social media just think, how can I post something today that's going to just throw Mm -hmm. up there? So (laughs) um, yeah, this looks like a lot of different things. Lindsay, do you want to like, I mean, run through some? So yeah, what Evie said is value-driven social content. So basically creating 
social media content that serves your potential customer with value. Um, So different ways that you can do that is captions. We are notorious for being uh, big advocates of a caption that actually says something and not just live, laugh, love. I know it's easier. I know it's so much easier just to say that. But trust me on this, you're not going to get bookings from that unless you are freaking Picasso with whatever photo you use. (laughs) But other than that, sorry, honey, it's just not happening. So give value in your captions. You can give value in in your stories. So that could look like taking them behind the scenes on some, like your your process of what you do. Like if you're a product shop, you could take them behind the scenes of like making the product or the fulfillment of it. Um, If you are a hairstylist, you could take them behind the scenes of cutting someone's hair and like literally what a day in the salon looks like for you. Um, That's just literally one way that you could use stories. Like you could do literally so many. You could do Q&As. You could answer potential clients' questions. Um, like, just do Q&As and ask people, like, hey, what do you want to know about blank? Um, mm-hmm. Like, whatever industry you're in. Uh, same thing, you could do IGTVs. Going live is real, real good uh, mm-hmm. if you can do that. Um, and even if you can't, I recommend working up to being able to do that because just going live and being able to have like face-to-face connection to people um, yeah. is great. And especially now on Instagram when you can actually bring people onto your lives. And yep. then I think you can have rooms now, Evie, yep. right? Yeah, up to four people on a live, which is Yeah, so it's just a killer. great, it's a great networking tool, but then it's also just a great way to actually get face-to-face with your followers, with your audience mm-hmm. um, and create that connection. Just Because again, even that is a way to add value to your business is creating connection, showing up, being yeah. personable with people that could be potential clients. You want to finish it out? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) reels. uh, Oh, I didn't realize I I covered all of them except reels. (laughs) I'm like, like, yeah, I'll I'll pop in there with the last one. (laughs) I mean, I love reels. Lindsay and I, if you don't already see it regularly, we just, we love reels. We believe in it right now. It's just Instagram is pushing them like crazy. It's an incredible way to get new and fresh eyes that normally probably wouldn't be seeing your stuff onto your stuff. It's a great way to, it's 30 seconds. So it's not, you know, you can't have like a 15 minute IGTV version of like a reel, but you can have a 30 second, you know, little snippet of a few tips or a few resources or a few answer, a few questions that your customer or your client might be having, serve them with that, and then encourage them to go read the caption or to click over to your page or to DM you for that free guide that you were talking about, or, you know, whatever that looks like. Reels are just an incredible way to get hundreds, if not thousands of uh, fresh new eyes onto your stuff. So basically paying attention to all of those areas where you can really add value on your social media content and paying attention to not just posting for the sake of posting, but posting for the sake of offering value and showing up with value so that people are instantly thinking of you first when they have a need in your niche. Yeah. Well, and like on social media, even specifically, what are ways that you can add value? One could be educating a potential client on your industry as it relates to like how they would purchase you. So what I mean by that is, let's take the hairstylist example. Um, Say you are a salon owner and you are marketing your services on Instagram, right? Um, What are things that you could like write captions on, do reels on, even talk about in your stories that would give people that are potentially looking for a hairstylist educational tips. Like you could literally do uh, a little reel on like how to curl your hair at home in like three easy steps. Like that's something that like, 
because I, I guess with a hairstylist example, like, yeah, you want an ideal client, but like everyone technically needs their haircut. But yeah. <laughs> what Unless I'm saying you is specialize like, in like, like you know, yeah, like I'm a color, color stylist or whatever. Right, right, right. But even still, um, then talk about that. Right. Talk about that. But like do a reel on curling your hair, do a reel on, yeah. uh, how to trim your dead ends at home. Maybe don't, I don't know. Maybe that's a hairstylist faux pas. Like don't, maybe don't <laughs> teach that to people. I don't All know. All hairstylists listening are cringing right now. <laughs> I know. I know. Also I'm using the hairstylist example because I recently read a review that like loved the podcast and she was like, can you use more hairstylist examples? This one's for you, boo. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think there's so many things that like there a hairstylist there's literally like so anyone could do. You could talk about like the different types of flat iron curls. Cause like if you do it horizontal, it's going to be like, I think it's horizontal is a looser curl and vertical is a tighter curl. And like, I've like, you can showcase stuff like that or showcase like how to add more volume to your roots or how to, you know, handle really curly hair and a moisture routine for really curly hair that's really going to yeah. help or, you know, how to Shampoos style. Shampoos you recommend. Yeah, exactly. There's so many things that you as a business owner, obviously we're using a hairstylist example, but if you as a product or a service provider are listening to this right now, there are 5 million things that you don't realize that you know that your ideal customer and consumer is out there having question marks all around. And you can provide that answer, provide that solution, show up as the expert and show up with value, even in a simple 15 to 30 second reel that is going to wow people and catch their attention. And give them something that they need. Like even if I... I'm not actively looking for someone to cut my hair right now, but if I saw a reel that was like, hey, curl your hair in 10 minutes, uh, yeah, and you like did a, like, a fast sped up version of it and like taught me steps on how to do it, you yeah. betcha I would watch that. And then if you continued to serve me reels or captions or stories or whatever on yeah. hair tips, on beauty tips like that, like I'd be interested. And then when I have somebody that I need to like cut my hair, then, oh wait, hey, probably yeah. going to go to you. Um, and again, use that in any other example. Like if you're a photographer, give tips on wedding timelines, give tips on how to elope or the best venues in your city. Like, yeah. Or how to prep your newborn yes. for a photo shoot or how right. to, as a Family senior, outfit ideas. Yeah. yeah. There's so, so many things, but let's, let's move on from social media. Cause we, I know. Harp, we get, clear, we get hyped. We could harp on this for a while, but this also just the, the principles of this providing value and, and solving those problems. Like all those examples we gave up, apply to blog posts and uh, FAQs and like more stuff that we're going to get into. So take a bunch of those examples, even though we just kind of harped on them on social media content and value driven content, uh, applies to all of this. So the next, the next point, the next area where you can provide value. This might not seem like something that you're instantly like, oh yes, this is value, like offering value up front. Because I think a lot of times as business owners, we maybe don't think of this as like a value offer, but oh man, is it a value offer. So this one is video or phone consultations. So this is such a stress reliever and a connection maker for potential customers or potential clients. So making sure that you are the right fit for each other and that you, as the business owner, are the person who is going to solve their problems to make their life better and to alleviate their pain points is 
absolutely key. It also really allows you an opportunity to get to know those potential clients, those potential customers, and to let them get to know you. So creating those connection points is huge in this area. It it helps people to like build up that know, like, and trust factor and know that, oh my gosh, I really connected with Lindsay. Lindsay was just like so funny. Her sense of humor really connected with my husband or fiance, soon to be husband or, you know, whatever, like that connection where somebody was like, I really like Lindsay Roman's photography work, but are we really going to click with her? And offering that consultation immediately going to be like, whoa, best friends with Lindsay. She and my fiance just like got along so well. We have to book with her. Like this is going to be, we're just all going to vibe so well on this wedding day or whatever. Obviously used a photography example there, but it applies to anything. Like having that click moment and that connection moment where they get to know, like, and trust you even further face-to-face is huge. And then it also allows you a really strong opportunity to show them that you care, to show them why you're doing it, and to kind of like share your heart behind your business and, and why you're doing what you're doing and why it's important to you and all of that. So overall, very strongly encourage phone and video consultations for potential clients for all of those reasons and many more. Lindsay, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, not really. Just that that's very much a service-based uh, tip. Because I, I I was thinking, oh, like if you had a product shop, you don't necessarily do video or phone consultations, but you could still take that principle of making sure that this product is the right fit for somebody and, yeah. and kind of spin that into a different version. Obviously, if you're a product shop, you can't go on the video call with every single person that wants to buy your well, product. it depends on what product you're providing, though. If you're doing like a custom-made, that's true. you know, something, you might be offering video or phone consultations. I'm just like, if I were doing it, I would not want to get on the phone with every single person. Like, because usually you want to scale a product shop. So my thought was like, even taking that same concept and like maybe making like a one minute long video, like describing the heart behind your product or the why behind your product, how it solves a problem. Um, Like taking that same concept into social media posts, blog Mm -hmm. posts, which goes back to our first two points. But um, I think that can also still apply to product owners if they're like, yes. okay, well, I don't do video calls. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, you can still implement yes. the principle. Yes. Exactly. The next way to add value before they book is social proof. So that's reviews. Reviews mm-hmm. are a great way to prove your experience to prove that you're awesome. Think about mm-hmm. it. Like if you ever go to a new city and you're looking for something to eat, who raise your hand wherever you are listening to this, uh, who goes on either Yelp or Google to look up restaurants and then you judge where you're going to go based on how many reviews they have? My hand, My is, hand raised. is raised. Evie's <laughs> hand is raised. I can guarantee every single person's hand is raised unless yeah. you just, I don't know. I don't know why you want to do that because yeah, it's human nature. <laughs> um, but it's the same thing with anything else other well, than food. What about Amazon like reviews? Like people. Oh, yeah. Everyone's just, reviews are key in today's day and age, especially Mm -hmm. with so many things being offered online and like you're not able to usually test it yourself in the store or whatnot. So you're like, you're taking other people's opinions and judging that for yourself. So no matter what business you're in, reviews are key, whether it's a service-based business or a product-based business, reviews, and not just like lame reviews that like highly recommend this product, highly recommend this person, (laughs) she was great, whatever. Like you 
want reviews that say, hey, like this product changed my freaking life. I will never go back. I will never buy a different version. Like this is it. That's how I feel about our Dyson vacuum. (laughs) I haven't written a review, but I really should because it's the cordless one that like you literally, it's like a little gun that you just like go on the floor and it's like, well, they all make that (laughs) sound. But what I'm saying is like, I love that product so much. It is expensive, but literally worth every freaking penny. Every freaking penny. Anyways, that's just an example of like, you you want that type of, like you want to give that person the experience or just an excellent product so that that's their opinion of you as a business or as a product. Um, And then they're going to share that with the next person in line. Well, okay, fair. I have not left Dyson a review. However, I have every freaking time the concept or the conversation of (laughs) cleaning your floor has come up with a friend. You betcha. I have been like, she's like screaming like, Dyson. (laughs) (laughs) So whether it's, reviews or even if it's just word of mouth to people like you want reviews and just people to be talking and buzzing about your product so even just getting not even a product or your service um so just getting those raving reviews is huge yeah and then the final one is FAQs. So this is another way to alleviate your potential customer or client's pain points, to answer their their questions, to alleviate their fears, to uh, calm their like anxiety over this potential purchase. Because there's a lot of mental, psychological hurdles that come in if it's an expensive product yes or or investment yeah Yeah. if it's an investment of their hard-earned cash they're going to be hesitating and rightfully so um so that's where it's so important to have things like social proof reviews where you can alleviate some of those fears and say hey i know it's an investment but look at all this you know evidence that it really does work it's really worth it you won't regret it and then the FAQs are another really great way to come in come alongside your potential customer or client and say okay you might be worrying about this but here's the answer you're worried about the money back guarantee or the return policy or um you know how long shipping takes or where is this made or you know like a lot of different things like you can come in and just be like I know this is a lot here, let me solve these problems for you again before on some of these, you even have the chance to ask this question. I already have an answer for you. So it's just another way to kind of show up ahead of time, ahead of the game, ahead of the, you know, the curve or whatever, and just say, okay, you're probably going to be having these questions or doubts or fears. Let me go ahead and, and answer them and alleviate them for you right now. And it just offers a lot of, uh, value and, I guess like authority, but calming authority in a way that is so, so beneficial to potential customers or clients considering working with you. Yeah. Well, and I think places that you can put your FAQ, if you're a product shop, obviously put it on your website. Um, And then if you're a service-based provider, I would say put it on your website and then also your pricing guide. Um, Usually product shops don't have a pricing guide. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like a pricing guide or your email, just like regurgitating those FAQs multiple times if you can, uh, highly recommend. But I think in general, all of these things are ways that you can add value before they purchase, which is a huge time that you need to prove your value and and showcase your value to people because that's where they're deciding to purchase. And that's the biggest hump that you have to get people over is deciding to purchase from you. Um, 
And so this is where you can prove your expertise and hook people with the value that you have to offer because you're helping them solve a problem before they ever pay or do anything with you. And if you help yeah. them solve a problem before they paid something with you or for, paid for something with you, then more likely they're going to actually pay something with you. <laughs> I don't know if I said the right. You I mean, it. we're just, they get, they, they get the point. <laughs> so... Moving on now to the next section, which is on the back end. So once somebody has either officially inquired or officially booked or both, this is going to be where you're offering the paid value. So this comes super key because you don't, here's the biggest thing too. I just want to throw this out there. Do not slather yourself with value and pretend to be the expert, pretend to be this professional person because you're trying to get somebody to book. And then once they do, you you have a very lackluster experience on the back end because that will create a very bitter taste in people's mouths because they feel like they've gotten bait and switched. So yeah. All right, entrepreneurs, let's face it. You're in a pickle. You're not attracting your ideal clients because your brand visuals are just meh at best. And you're not showing up as the professional ready to make their life 500 times better. Do you honestly feel like your website just sucks? Like your branding feels like you created it in Microsoft's Paint? Anyone else remember Microsoft's Paint? Is that just me? <laughs> okay. And your, your client experience just overall feels like it's seriously lacking. And you just need a change right now. But let's be honest, you're not ready to drop 8K on a custom web and brand design. Well, don't worry. That's where we come in. Introducing the solution to all of your website struggles, the Heart Shop website templates. Now, we spent hours designing these customizable, professional, and conversion-intense website templates with our incredible designer, Sarah Crook of Elizabeth Designs. They are so incredibly easy to use and customize with ShowIt's user-friendly interface. Yes, by the way, you can easily learn how to work with ShowIt, even if you've never touched a website or any design platform before. And you can change literally anything you want. No more being limited to squares on your website. It's a drag and drop system that is freaking easy and looks incredible. Oh, oh, you want more information? Cool, I got you. The templates come already SEO optimized with copy prompts from Lindsay and I included. Yeah, you don't just get nonsensical filler text. You get bomb education and prompts from Lindsay and I to help you wow your potential clients and crush your website copy. And we designed a variety of these in different styles so you can find the closest match and then tweak it to make it fully your own. If you're ready to save thousands of dollars and hours upon hours upon hours of your time and get clients flooding through your website, you need to check these out. So grab yours at theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. Hey, photographers, this one's for you. Real talk, have you ever felt like your photos just look stale? Like they lacked the oomph that you're looking for? Ever feel like you're not just like fully capturing the life and energy and story of your clients, but you just don't know how to fix it? Well, we've got some magic sauce for you, my friend. Meet your new best friend, The Posing Miner, our online course for photographers showing you how to capture those jaw-dropping, authentic photos of your clients that will leave them in tears because you capture them in the moment so perfectly. Yes, it is packed full with six course episodes, over 232 minutes of video content, and three bonus PDFs. Lindsay and I take you out into the field with us. Like, no, literally, we we go into some fields and we walk you through step-by-step how to pose families, couples, 
portraits or seniors, wedding parties, and a wedding couple. So if you are ready to say bye-bye to brain farts in the middle of your photo sessions, awkward silences, and weird freaking prom poses, uncomfortable clients, and subpar images, The Posing Minor is your new best friend. To see more and to join in on the magic, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash posing dash minor. One more time, theheartuniversity.com forward slash posing dash minor. We have two episodes on... Well, we have one episode on biz horror stories, and then we have another episode on wedding-specific business horror stories. Um, We can link these in the show notes because I don't remember what the numbers are off the top of my head. Um, I think they were in the early hundreds if you want to go to Spotify or Apple and look. Anyways, um, but in those episodes, we did have a lot of people that were like, oh, I I hired this person to like do something for me, and then literally they dropped off the face of the earth. And it's like, that is not how you're going to get good uh, rapport, uh, rating reviews. You're going to get probably bad reviews if you do that. So don't just drop the value once you get the cash. That's when, in my opinion, you need to give even more value to prove that they booked you for a dang good reason. Yep. It's like the, it's like a swimming pool and it, you know, it's the the kitty end where like people can kind of get their feet wet, test out how the water feels, splash around a little bit, but that pool better get deep because people are climbing up to that diving board and jumping off. And if you've just kept it like this tiny little like kitty pool depth, then uh, you're going to have some very angry and probably injured people (laughs) who are not happy that you told them that the diving board was safe. Um, That was a very weird analogy, but you know, it came to my mind. So it worked. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The first way that you can offer value once someone has booked with you is, I mean, honestly, the first thing that you could send that you would probably want to send is a pricing guide. So if you Mm -hmm. don't have a pricing guide, I highly recommend getting one if you are a service-based business because just dropping your prices in an email is, you can just do better than that. Like it's, (laughs) I'm just telling you straight up, like you can do better than that. There are ways to wow your potential client. If you have a beautiful, branded, gorgeous pricing guide that reiterates your FAQs, has an FAQ section, introduces them to your experience of what it's like to work with you. It showcases the value. Yeah, who you are. It has reviews from past clients in your pricing guide. It showcases your expertise. It obviously shows your prices and breaks them all down and answers, like basically leaves no question unturned. You don't want them reading your pricing guide and then being like, wait, I'm still confused. Like that should not be their- How does that work? What's included in that price? You know, when, okay, what are the next steps to book? Like none of that should be a question after that email. (laughs) Right. Like you want to end your pricing guide with like, okay, what's the next steps? How do I book me? How do I book me? (laughs) How do you book me? There we go. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But in general, like you just want that pricing guide to wow them. And that's going to honestly think about even yourself. If you inquired with somebody that was a service-based business and you got an email back that just had, hey, like blah, 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 blah. Here's my prices. We'd love to work with you. And they just listed out their stuff in their email. Or you got an email that was very engaging and was like, hey, I would love to work with you. Here's my pricing guide. Uh, It answers every question. But if you still have questions, like I'm happy to chat on the phone or whatever. Like if you got a beautiful branded pricing guide, you would be much more likely to book that person than the cheapo that just wrote their stuff in the email. Yeah. Yeah. It's overall one of the best ways that you can set yourself apart from the competition from other people to really showcase who you are and how you're going to serve your people. So don't neglect this one. You know what I just realized? What? 
We put this on the paid value as far as like, oh, they've already booked now. No, because well, uh, we said like officially inquired slash, and or booked and or booked. Okay. Because because this is the point where, you know, you can give a consultation. Yeah. yeah, you can give a consultation technically when somebody's just like, I'm considering, but I feel like this gets more into like, okay, somebody's really planning to book. They're like stepping forward. Let's give them like all of the value and move forward into the booking process. Uh, that makes sense. I was like, oh, we, that's just a technicality. We could have we put the, I guess, this the, in the other section. Well, yeah, I, or way. put the consultation over into the section. Whatever. You guys get the point. We're just going <laughs> to move on. So number two, <laughs> after the pricing guide, is going to be a service guide. So, for example, a wedding guide or a brand guide or a outfit, guide. outfit guide or whatever that looks like. The point in that is that you want to pack it solid, page to page, cover to cover, with providing solutions and solving problems, answering questions that that they may still have from your pricing guide. Okay, now maybe they've booked because typically the service guide goes out after a booking. So this is going to be the place where they're having questions of like, okay, now no longer am I trying to figure out if I'm going to book you and those are my biggest pain points and questions. Now I'm having the questions of, do I schedule my brand consultation first or do I start building my Pinterest board first for you? Or do, you know, like whatever that looks like. If you're a brand designer, you're going to want to answer like, here are the next steps. Here's what you should be paying attention to. What color palettes are you wanting to find? Create a Pinterest board for that. What fonts are you really sticking out to you? What layout are you wanting on your website? Like create some different Pinterest, like that type of information in those next steps is going to be key in that guide. And then just serve above and beyond your potential client or now I guess your client's questions and and their expectations. You want to under promise and over deliver every time. And the service guide is a really, really great way to show up with just like a wham pow. You thought you were getting something good, but you're getting something even better. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay, do you have thoughts to add to that? Uh, only a shameless plug, which I have to because this is my podcast and I make the rules. Um, <laughs> but if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I want I want a pricing guide or I want a service guide to wow my clients and I don't have that and I don't know where to get one. Well, your wish is my command, dear peasant. No, I'm just kidding. Oh um, if you, you if you not just go peasant. <laughs> I like, I think I was like going with the accent and then this word just peasant slipped out. You are not peasants. You are kings <laughs> and queens. Can I just say? I'm honestly the peasant. Anyways, um, if you want either a pricing guide or a service guide, we have several in our resource shop, the Heart Shop for Entrepreneurs, and they're packed full of sections, topics, prompts, and more to help you then give those value, like give the value that you would want to offer in those guides. So we have copy prompts that like in each section kind of help you, prompt you to like what to say. Because we don't give you the copy on what to say just because each business is so different. Um, However, we do kind of give you ideas of what to say, if that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Cool. Okay. Shameless plug over, but seriously, go buy it. Anyways, (laughs) uh, next um, is going to be questionnaires. So this is another really, really great way that allows you to dive deep into your customers' uh, situations, their their problems, their their goals, all of that. Lindsay, do you want to kind of like dive into questionnaires in general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whether you're a wedding photographer, whether you're a copywriter, whether you're a brand designer or a web designer, like I think this is really for service-based businesses where you 
are, again, it kind of could go along with the service guide, but I think this specifically, like for me as a wedding photographer, I send this a little bit closer to the wedding day. Whereas like if you're a brand, like a web designer, you probably would send this maybe first before you actually started web designing because you want to know what they're looking for. But this is just a great way to make sure that you and your client are on the same page to really set expectations, to make sure that you're getting the vision that they want accomplished uh, Mm -hmm. with your service. And then it shows you that, it shows them that you're really focusing on them and their situation and not just general generic formula. Like you're not just treating them like any other client and you're not just doing the exact same thing that you do for everybody else. Like you're Almost it. I think it helps elevate it, and it feels more boutique, um, yeah. like a boutique service. If you send a questionnaire and really dive into those problems and and situations that that you can really help with. Yeah, I think it also is really key and helpful as the service provider because then you know exactly what problems are needing to be solved and exactly what their goals are and exactly what they're working towards and exactly you know like. I, I send out a really in-depth questionnaire to my, you know, business coaching students that's like super in-depth. And I'm like, what are your goals for your business? Like financially, uh, yeah. you know, time-wise, like different things that really help me know like, okay, I'm not going to sit down with this coaching student and walk them through how to scale their business to, you know, multi-million figures or whatever, because their goal is to, you know, just have a consistent passive revenue stream where they can then focus on like raising their kids or, you know, whatever. I'm, it helps me know exactly what to do. Same thing with like a wedding questionnaire, like, you know, having a question on there of like, if you could only have five photos or whatever from this day, what would they be and why? It really showcases to you as the photographer, as the service provider, what is the most important to that client. And so it helps you be able to serve them extremely well in the service that you're offering. So I think it's not just, you know, showcasing to your client that it's a boutique experience that you're really caring about them, but it also helps you as the service provider make sure that the experience is incredibly top-notch and that they're getting exactly what they're needing and wanting and everyone wins in that scenario. So just throwing that out. The questionnaires are actually really huge. I highly recommend them, but... (laughs) Highly recommend. All right. uh, Number four after they've booked, ways that you can add value, is client gifts. Now, this is, again, for usually service-based providers, but a client gift is a great way to, again, provide like a boutique luxury experience for your client. So whether it's a booking gift or even a completion gift, um, we've had, but like, or both. Yeah, you could do both. Um, Again, I'm going to use the web designer, because our web designer, Sarah from Elizabeth Designs, does this all the time, and I love her for it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she does a booking gift, so she sends you something once you book with her that's, like, smaller, and then once, like, your website is complete, like, she did this for both of us, and then she also designed yeah. the Hearts website, so she did it for us with the Heart, too. Yeah. Um, and, like, whenever our website went live, she would, like, orchestrate it so that, like, a gift would show up at our door the day that our website went live. And I'm like, for yeah. a web designer, that's just, like, such... Uh, amazing service that you can do. Yeah. Something that I do with photography wedding clients is I will try to, if if they live in a state that allows this, because sometimes it gets tricky with alcohol, but I try to have champagne delivered to their door the day that I send them their gallery. Yeah. So I kind of have to, you know, do that in advance a little bit and kind of orchestrate the the delivery dates. But that's, again, just something that like blows them out of the water. They're not expecting it. You can do this no matter what type of business you are, as as far as probably service-based. You probably don't want to send a gift to every product uh, person that buys your product. But but. 
actually not necessarily true because in your packaging, well, you can I was going to get to that. <laughs> I think we should do a whole, we're going to do a fifth point after this that we can talk about product stuff. Okay, go ahead. Move on. <laughs> oh, no, I was still, okay. Did you have anything else to add about client gifts? Um, I would just say it's important to try, if you can, to either have it be very branded to you and your brand or very personalized and customized to your client and what you mm-hmm. know they like, which this is a great place where, you know, questionnaires and the initial consultations and yeah. emails and stuff, you can gather that information. Like, oh, okay, this client really loves hiking and outdoors and, you know, or their dogs or something. Like, you can then give them, like, some cool, sick stuff from REI. Or if they love their dogs, like, some cool, sick stuff from Chewy. I don't know. Just, like— I know when—not when to use this example again, but when we hired Sarah, or when I hired Sarah from my website, and it went live, I'm pretty sure she sent me—or it was the heart. I can't remember which one it was, but I'm pretty sure I was pregnant with Eloise, and she sent me, like, chocolate-covered strawberries. And I was yeah. like, God bless you. Well, <laughs> well, the best part, it was for the heart, because she sent you chocolate-covered strawberries, and she sent me— ice cream cupcakes, which, oh, which is very if you know to who me, we are. I love ice cream. And Lindsay loves like all things like savory, like, like. Except yeah. chocolate and strawberries are not savory, but I still but, love chocolate covered strawberries. But the, but the combo of that is like, anyways, the, she yes. just very so intentionally. experience in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah just knew from knowing us and paying attention, like what we would each want. So just also, another. what pregnant woman does not want chocolate covered strawberries? I'm sorry. No one. <laughs> Everyone wants those. Anyways, um, oh, I love it. I think point five, because the last two points have been client giftings and questionnaires, which you can kind of do that in a way for product shops, but not as much. I think a really great way to elevate your experience after someone has bought your product is on communication and then like yeah. what the actual delivery process looks looks like. Like, do, yeah. you, do you have to wait or does your client have to wait? I guess it would be a customer in this situation, but does the customer have to wait like four weeks to get their product or do they get it in like two-day shipping? Yeah. Obviously, that's going to be more expensive on the on your end to do the two-day shipping. But like even that makes a difference in like the luxury of the experience yep. that they're they're getting when they buy that product. Do they get a confirmation email that's personalized or, or at yeah. least seems more personal and not just like, hey, here's your barcode or I don't know what the <laughs> heck. Like here's your like order confirmation. Yeah. Um, like I bought something on Etsy for Christmas. Um, and I, obviously Etsy might be a little bit smaller scale than if you're like, having a whole huge product shop. However, the girl like literally emailed me after and like was like, hey, is there anything else I can do for you? Here is when your thing is going to be shipped. Let me know. Like it was just like so custom and I was not expecting that. And I was like, whoa, that's nice. Um, And then I would say what Evie said, which you can continue about like the product not yeah. gifting, but like the packaging. Yeah. I mean, I think there, I, I feel like we could honestly do an entire episode just on adding value to a product-based business, sh- like shop or something. But you can, like, first and foremost, let's talk about brand packaging just a little bit. If you are putting your product just in like a, a mailer bag, mailer, little like, just it, I don't know, a manila envelope or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't have the same wow factor. At least factor. put a sticker. At least put a branded sticker <laughs> yes, on that yes. manila envelope. <laughs> and and what we're saying on this too is like you obviously it depends on your shop, it depends on your your business model, it depends on how, you know, you're starting out and if you're just getting going, like yeah, you might just be using, you know, something that you you bought in bulk at Costco and putting a sticker on it or something. That's totally fine. But having that branded experience and then 
even considering a step above and having like a custom branded box with custom, you know, tissue paper or something like that. And then having like a gift included that they're not expecting, you know, whatever that looks like, a little extra trinket or, you know, a a bracelet when they order a necklace from you or just something that like they're not expecting that is going to wow them and add, feel like they got more than what they paid for when they open that box or open that package. I have another example from Christmas. I ordered something else from Etsy. It was a jewel. It was like clay earrings. Mm -hmm. And she gave me like two extra earrings in a thing. And just like with a little note that said, thank you. And I was like, the hell? That was amazing. Yeah. I think it just... Pay, pay attention to what the the wow factor is going to be when somebody opens that like packaging or that box. And there are absolutely ways to have like customer gifts inside of the packaging that they're yeah. not expecting. And, you know, pay attention to like, should I, can I do a handwritten note or, you know, something like that, that adds that personalized value and that, you know, above and beyond value that a customer isn't ex- necessarily expecting. So yeah. I feel like we could talk about that forever, but That's a great way for product-based business owners. And then obviously service-based client gifts, like a booking gift or completion gift. Cool. All right. All right. Let's move on. (laughs) Wrap it up. Uh, Just a little overview. So before they book, free value that you can give is blog posts, value-driven content on social, whether it's captions, reels, stories, writing, I just said captions, uh, stories, IGTVs, lives, Anything that you can do on social media, basically, you can turn it into ways to get value. You yeah. can do video or phone consultations to really make sure that you feel uh, and get the connection between you and your client. You can do social proof with reviews. You can add FAQs everywhere to ease those fears and set expectations. And then on the other end, once they've officially inquired and or booked, you can give paid value, which is pricing guide, a pricing guide full of so much information that looks good, that has a very elevated feel to it, that's branded to match your brand and your personality. Uh, You can give a service guide, like a wedding guide, a brand guide, a like a work, here's how this experience is going to work with me, God, Uh, whatever (laughs) industry you're in. And that, again, just like sets expectations throughout the whole experience, um, lets them know tips and tricks that they might need to know along the way, things like that. Um, And shameless plug, we have those available for you at The Heart Shop, which is theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop. And then a questionnaire. So these are things like asking your clients questions, getting that feedback, making sure that you are on the same page, giving them a unique boutique experience, and then client gifting. So spoiling the heck out of them, doing things that they're not going to expect. Uh, And then lastly, with product-based businesses, um, having a custom experience, even in the product side of setting expectations, responding right away, customizing as much as you can, even with it being automated, having great product packaging, and personalized notes and things like that. Woo, that was a lot. That was a hefty episode, but hopefully it was helpful. Hopefully this just started sparking some ideas, getting those wheels turning, and got you inspired to start adding and building even more value onto your business. We hope that this just revolutionizes your business because that is always our goal here with the Heart and Hustle podcast. And we are always in your corner cheering you on and excited to see you go kick some butt in this next week, two, three month year of your business. (laughs) We're We're just here to see you succeed. So we will catch you on the next episode.